Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Always fucking around. I always waiting for your ass. <sighs> always. Are you done? Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> you got some weed. He <laughs> got some weed. Did some of that perp. <laughs> oh shit! Take off that blue rag. You know, <laughs> to talk to a blood with a blue rag. on. I thought one of the funnest, funniest characters too was fucking Shredder. Oh, look at these motherfuckers are big as shit. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, you tell this motherfucker red turtle. Da, 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 da. No, he's really fucking a turtle. It's it's a big real turtle. What the fuck? <laughs> you know you don't fucked up, right? <laughs> no, the best the best line from Shredder in that whole thing was when he calls the dude Hector and then he just talks to Splinter and then he walks away and he stops and slowly turns and goes, yeah, I called you Hector. That's a Mexican name. I heard you singing too. You're you going to get a Chinese name till you earn some respect around here, motherfucker. Clock out. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I was fucking rolling. <laughs> oh, damn. Dude. I had to pause it a few times. I was laughing so fucking hard. Oh man, it's funny too because it's one of those it's one of those videos that you just you laugh at just thinking about it. Like you just go back to it. You don't even have to hear it. You just think about it. You just start busting up. Yeah. <laughs> busting, busting a nut. <laughs> All right, ready to start this? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Wow. <laughs> hey, just in case we have anyone that cares, uh, I saw a picture on OK Magazine today at the grocery store. It was very important to my wife. So I'm going to um, throw this out here. Chloe Kardashian, the, the ugly one. I don't oh, know. The Chewbacca one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not ugly, I'm sorry. The one who is ugly in comparison to her sister. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair, you know. I'm sure if she was in a room with other people, whatever. The one no one cares about. Um, 
she's crying because her butt implants are leaking and i was suffering from anal leakage (laughs) i guess and she said that she got the implants because her mother used to make her feel ugly and i'm like i don't that's where you went with that so you got butt implants like you see that's when people certain people shouldn't have money (laughs) <laughs> I know. It's it's like and this goes to a conversation Stephen and I were having uh off the mic. Certain people shouldn't have guns. Right. Certain people shouldn't have money. Yeah. Because you give crazy people money and they use it for crazy fucking things. I don't know if OK magazine's a legit magazine or not. The, to me if they're all trash a, magazines. If it, if it has a Kardashian on it, it's not legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, because why are they news? So so let me let's see, let me get this straight. Her mother made her feel ugly. So she went. Well, her ass. well, I mean, their mother is their it, agent, right? But if their if the mother says your face looks like ass, then obviously I can see where the confusion would be. <laughs> so I had to get ass implants. And let's be honest, if that's really the case, it probably wasn't the mother. Your <laughs> your your sister is known for about one thing. She's known two two things: a sex tape, right, and that ass. <laughs> And that one picture where she cropped her own kid out of it and turned it into a selfie. <laughs> Dude, that was for real? That was for real. Oh, come on. That's not right. <laughs> you know what I think? The, the, the hottest Kardashian is that really bitchy one. The, um, she's the oldest. The one who was dating the, that, the only cool person on that fucking show. I've seen a lot of the shows. My wife used to watch it. And that dude – and they always try to make him look Kim? like the – No, no, no. They, the, Kim's the main Kardashian. Oh, no, no, I mean, yeah, 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 no, I mean, um, Courtney. Courtney, yeah. Yeah. Um, With a K. Yeah. <sighs> they always try to make um, Courtney's husband or boyfriend, Scott, mm-hmm. look like the villain. But he's only a villain if you're a superficial fucktard like the Kardashians. He's the, <laughs> he's the only normal person there. He says, he says some of the coolest shit. He had a few moments where he was a dick. But he's <laughs> – He's always there to tell those bitches that they're fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> he's, he was the only one I liked. I would watch the show be bored as fuck. Unless they were taking their clothes off or something. Then great. And then fucking, he would come on the show. I'm like, oh, it's on now. These motherfucking, these bitches don't know now. Watch. Scott's going to talk that shit. <laughs> you go, go to YouTube and put Scott's best lines. And he just fucking, he tears apart. Especially Kim. Makes Kim look stupid as shit. And these fucking broads That's, are so... Well, let's say the bar's a little low on that Right. One. These broads are so fucking detached that he says some fucked up, like, clever shit. And, and Kim or Chloe or whatever, they just stare. Yeah. Like, they don't know what to say. Because <laughs> they have money. They're not used to people talking to them like that. Like, what? <laughs> what? what? Okay. What? <laughs> I always used to, I used to love that... Uh... Oh god, that one chick on SNL who played Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah. Like, I made a macaroni necklace. Because <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, she sounds like that. But for people that don't understand, she just sounds like everyone else in the fucking valley. Every <laughs> other rich girl, they sound just like that with that kind of slightly dopey sound. <laughs> like uh, I went to the mall today and I like totally got some new shoes. <laughs> Why are you adding so many consonants to your work? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a child when they whine and oh. they always had uh at the end of everything. But I don't want to go. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? I always make fun of my kids when they do that. What the fuck are you doing? 
<laughs> Start laughing at them when they're upset. Yeah, that right. Sounds stupid as shit. You know that, right? <laughs> you, you know you sound really dumb right now, right? Okay. It's, it's, like, I, it's I was concerned about your uh, well-being and general state of mind, and then you added uh to the end of your word, and now I just don't care. Now I just stopped listening. <laughs> now, now I've completely checked out from this conversation. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyway, on to the show notes. <laughs> um, this last week, we've been doing pretty good. Like we were talking about how you know we were going to like keep things going and you know keep with the content stuff like that. Well, three weeks in, <laughs> we seem to kind of fall behind a little bit. But there was a couple of things that happened. Um, primarily for me, uh, I I was I was sick in early December. And I was just getting over everything, and, you know, end of the year was a little shaky. And then my brother fucking gets sick, and he gets sick, like, hardcore. That piece of shit. I know. It's <laughs> all his fault. And then uh, and then apparently, because, you know, I live in the same house as him, I kind of got a little byproduct of that. And that took me out for, like, two days, two or three days during the week. And it was just, like, completely and utterly annoying coughing up a storm that i had just finally gotten rid of and then i got it back and so far fortunately though it hasn't lasted as long so if i cut it in and out it's because i'm coughing up a lung over here um but uh so yeah so i missed a few days this week and it wasn't simply because we were just like oh yeah we were good for three weeks and now it's like fuck it <laughs> yeah Norm- i was and, and normally we don't really address these but it was because adam and i had kind of made up Pack to one another that yeah we're gonna be on our shit and we're gonna yeah but I do think all I, this stuff and I think I mentioned in the said pact unless it doesn't happen because <laughs> you never know I mean I, I think I think our our main goal was to not not do it because we were just being lazy you know what I mean because I think both of us yeah. sometimes be like man fuck I'm tired I'm trying to go to sleep man. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, yeah and and that that's that's true but I, I yeah and we kind of that kind of happened. In December, where it was just kind of like a lot of other shit, and just kind of like, yeah, there was really nothing. So I didn't we bother. we were both of us were very similar because I was sick in the beginning of December. Yeah, and that was why we we couldn't do that podcast. I was fucked up, like my voice yeah. was all jacked up, and then I got sick again. Yeah, at the end of December, I was fucking pissed. Like that sickness didn't last that long because I think I was so angry about it. I think I scared it away. <laughs> I was like, no, motherfucker. I don't get sick twice. Because uh, I only get sick once a year, usually. Because yeah, I, got, I got sick just after you did, I think. And and I got sick when I came back from Santa Barbara. And that was like just like a week or two before Christmas. And then... You fucking around traveling, man. That's and, and then I, I started to get better. And then just like last, this past week, it was just like, boom, hit me again. But the second time, Ooh. hit me harder and faster. Hey, I, f- I felt it for your brother, man, because he was on Facebook. Oh. And he wasn't really complaining. He was just like, I'm, I'm real sick, but I'm going to that job. And I'm like, damn, that's a real man right there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking super sick. I'm not sleeping, but, you know, I got to get that money, motherfucker. Yeah, and he... And- well, yeah, and for him, it's like calling out is like a huge fucking deal. Yeah. But uh, he went to work one day, and I'm like, it's Sunday. I'm like, dude, if you don't feel like it, because well, I gotta do paperwork for this Sunday. So I go, all right. But if you start feeling like complete shit, come home. He lasted two hours. He's like, I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah, but at least he tried. I know he tried, and I was like, well, that happened to me on Wednesday. I went into work, like, you know, Tuesday. I was like, going, oh, I feel like shit. And I go, no, I gotta go. And, 
I tried. I think I made it half day, and then I was like, dude, I got to go home. Because I'm like I'm, – I'm all about work ethic. Like really in the job, like if I have the sniffles or just a little cold and, and I'll go to work. I'll down the, the, the medicine and leave. But if I'm like throwing up or like you're not going to be able to work anyway or if you have a fever and your mind's all fucking cloudy, you're not, you shouldn't be on your fucking feet when you got a bad fever. Yeah. You just well, that, kill yourself for a fucking job, you know? Yeah, that was – yeah, because that was me on like Tuesday because Monday I was like, okay. Tuesday I went to work and then I just started feeling – I could, I started to cough and I was like, oh shit, I better not be getting sick. I had a low grade fever Tuesday, late Tuesday night. He, he got an IV and shit. He's <laughs> and then <laughs> I woke up on Wednesday. And I'm like, uh, I feel better, but not, you know, the fever finally broke and shit. And I was like, uh, I'll go and see what happens. And I went to work and then I was like, halfway through the day, I'm like, what? the guy that I'm working with, because uh, I'm training at the store, the manager that started looks at me and goes, dude, don't die. The last thing you want to do is die on the store's property. He goes, don't go out that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, he goes, and then I, I try to say that till like one o'clock and I'm like, I, I can't do it. And he goes, get it. He goes, there's nothing going on. Just go home. Like with, um, I never know. I only know if I have a fever, if it's so bad, I can feel it because I refuse to take my temperature because in my mind, if I don't know about it, I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't end up taking my temperature. My wife is yelling at me and telling me to do it. I am one of those stereotypical guys that really needs a wife because <laughs> I forget to eat. Um, and then when I remember, I eat whatever. <laughs> or when I'm sick, I'm just like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You know, so – it's it it's been an interesting month, but I um I actually wasn't sick during that that time, my internet went out because I didn't pay that bill because <laughs> because they struggle all right they struggle. But um, what's good about the struggle is I'm starting to fight back on that struggle. So 2015, I'm like fuck it, you know we we need to. I told my wife I'm like we need to redo all the budget. We need to figure out what the fuck's going on, and just get our shit together. So. Just got my bank account reopened, got that shit sorted, nice. you know, because my shit was closed. Up. I'm an open book. I don't give a fuck. My shit was closed a few months ago because overdraft fees get fucked up because we weren't paying attention shopping, right? being stupid. So got that reopened. I told my wife, if you put a reoccurring payment on there, I will divorce you because <laughs> that's what always fucked us up, like Netflix. Oh, right. Because we'd spend it to zero. <laughs> you know, because we're dumb. You know, so I, I actually put like, I think, 40 in there. And I said, 40 is your new zero. Yeah. Like, no, don't even emergency. It doesn't even exist. Yeah. So that's what, we, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd have that in my phone where it's like, uh, where I have that shit of like going, okay, I need to know what's going on. And, we'll, you know, so it's like I, I have like, all my reoccurring shit, it's like on my phone. Well, my, my wife – and my wife's right. She goes, you know, we have a lot of kids and sometimes you forget about a bill because you can't keep track of it. I go, you're absolutely right. And But the problem is the world does not give a fuck. You know, right. so we can't succumb to those excuses. You know, we have to just figure out a way to be like everyone else right. and keep track of our fucking budget. So we've been pretty cool about it. And, you know, the tax return coming up, you know, on a Tuesday, you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, we're going we're gonna to be setting that. And I got some more money coming in, too, because I cashed in that fucking retirement, motherfucker. 
or the sitting there for like a couple years. Yeah, and... it was it was like eight hundred, nine hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got that coming, and we're gonna pay off the internet bill. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll stop. Oh, because this is the thing with the internet. Real quick, and then we we'll get into the news. Um, and most companies do this in America anyway. My internet bill is too high. There's a few reasons for it's that. just too damn high. It's too damn high. Um, my internet bill is fine, but it's connected with um, – I have CenturyLink, and it's connected with DirecTV. And in the past – I don't know why they did this because neither of us watch football, my, my wife or I. They signed me up for the NFL ticket. It was probably in some special promotion or something. Well, my wife was the one who took care of the bill, and she never noticed that it was there. Uh, and I saw the bill just said NFL ticket. But I'm not going to play the blame game. You know, whatever. We both didn't notice because I should be looking at the bill too. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, I'm not going to play the blame game, but she knows she fucked up. It's like, I'm not going <laughs> to name names, but. <laughs> um, no, but, but the NFL ticket's 40 bucks. Okay. Now, 40 bucks isn't that bad, but we don't watch football. So it doesn't make any sense. So there's that. And then um, we have like long distance on our house phone and we don't even use the house phone. The house phone's there for emergencies. We have cell phone. You know, so but here's the trick. If you're delinquent in any way, you can't change anything until uh. you're paid up. So we never could catch all the way up. Right. So we couldn't take those things off. Which Ooh. I think is so fucked up. That is like fucked I up. don't I told the guy on the phone, I go Listen to me and listen to me very closely. I am paying for the NFL ticket, and I I haven't watched a stitch of football in like four years. And you're telling me I can't take it off because I'm not paid up. So in turn, you're creating a situation where I will never catch up so I can never change it. And he's like, there's the rules. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, of course you don't. So there's that. And we're probably just going to drop the house phone altogether. Yeah, don't, we, we don't dro- use we it. We dropped ours a long time ago. Yeah. So, because I'm going to be getting my fucking cell phone turned back on. Motherfucker. Because I told my wife, I go, let's drop the house phone. I'll get a cell phone. We both have cell phones. Done and done. Yeah. It's just still, is no point in having a house phone these days. No, no, it really isn't. Unless you have like a, an elderly person at home. <laughs> that still uses checks when they go to the store. Yeah. Oh, I hate those people. I know. <laughs> oh, can I pay with a check? No, you no. can't. I'm in the line. No. No, because this isn't 1924. <laughs> yeah. You're going to pay with a fucking railroad bond too? <laughs> Jesus. The only the only reason I use my checks is to pay my rent. Oh, here, let me give let me get you a fountain pen. <laughs> even sending, you don't even need it cuz people even in the 90s you you used to use checks like if you owed someone some cash. Like if I owed Steve like a hundred bucks, yeah, you and I didn't have it on me, I'd throw him a check, check real quick. Yeah, you know. But even now, like, like I owed I owed my a buddy of mine like fifty bucks, and he has Chase just like me, and I just send it to his account. Yeah, on the website, like it's so stupidly easy. Or I'll just go to the person's bank and put it in their account. The only person, the only people that use checks now are people that are floating money. They're like, oh well. 
I get I get this money like on Friday, so if I give him a check today, yeah. it shouldn't get to the bank till Monday. But see, that's all bullshit anyway because that shit's all digital now. Yeah, they I cash know. those checks quick. Dude. Oh yeah, it used to be like a week yeah, before you cash a check. Buy yourself a day or two, you know. You yeah. could do that if you're mailing the check in. You always could tell someone who doesn't have the money right away when they tell the bill collector, "Oh, I'm gonna mail that check." I'm going to mail it tomorrow because I get paid on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, think I, I think I've done that like once <laughs> or twice. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to mail a check out. You don't want to pay over the phone? No. Yeah. And I tell them, like, why? And I'm like, because I don't have it right now. But by the time you get the check, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so you can add on the $25 return check fee. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, some of you out there have probably been uh, catching up. This this podcast went viral, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's called a, a Serial Podcast. And it's only 12, 12, episode, 12 episodes long, and but each episode fluctuates in time from either an hour down to, like, 30 minutes. And... Uh, what it does is it actually follow it. This journalist had gotten this story about a guy who was, who believes that he was wrongly accused of the murder of his ex-girlfriend back in 1999. And he's been trying to get himself cleared of it. So the, the reporter gets the story and it was sent to her cause she was working for some newspaper at the time. And so she started, did this whole year-long investigation. So the podcast, using excerpts from interviews that she had um, taken with family members and, and witnesses and all of this stuff and trying to recount what had happened, basically takes you on a on a step-by-step recreation of her whole um of her whole journey. And the cool thing about so it's kind of like it's kind of like that show. Um like real crime or whatever yeah it's kind of like that but what she does and it's funny because like i heard her voice at first i'm like "Mm, she doesn't sound all that like interesting but the way her voice is with everything else you're kind of like it i was really surprised because it sucked me in fairly quickly because it's how she's laying the information the way she's laying the information out and the way she's she has all like the first thing is like the alibi and it's all about that and then She's and then you know she teases it at the end of like and you know and but that we'll get into next week you know like the the next part of the whole puzzle so it leaves you with enough information to like okay now I got to get the next episode and I think for me this works out because it's like it's like Netflix at this point because the whole series is done like all twelve episodes have been re- uh, twelve podcasts have been released so now I can kind of binge listen as as I'm doing this and I've been listening as I'm going to work. And my other podcasts are kind of sitting in the back while I'm listening to all of these different ones. And uh, it's – it's I, I I don't usually like follow like if like certain podcasts – oh, this podcast is huge. And you know, people listen to this one. It's like I don't care. Like I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of them. But this one I was like, oh, it's a uh, journalist investigation of this real true life crime. I like true crime. Like I'll watch Discovery Channel till I'm a blue in the face, you know, and uh, true crime novels and stuff like that. So I saw this, I heard about this, I was like, I'll, I'll listen to this. And it's actually really cool. I, if you haven't listened to it because you don't like, you know, 
oh, I don't, you know, you don't like popular shit or what have you, listen to the first podcast. Just go on to iTunes or wherever and just type serial. Listen to the first episode, and the first episode will basically tell you if you're kind of hooked on it or not. Because it, it, it gave me enough to, like, want to listen to the next episode. And, uh, and I just... I, I found those actually pretty interesting. I just downloaded all the rest of the episodes for the of that whole thing, so it's it's a it's very intriguing. <coughs> uh, but uh, sorry, but uh, <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's I know because I heard about it. And I think SNL made a joke about it. and I was like, oh, this must be what that serial podcast is about, and. And I just started listening to it a couple of days ago. I think yesterday or the day before. We're recording this on Saturday. So, oh, I started listening to it on Thursday. And I'm already four episodes in. <laughs> and it's Saturday tonight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's actually, it's actually pretty interesting. I, th- I think a lot of you might. If you love true crime and you like kind of listening to the mystery and you're not getting, you're not getting, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, their investigation and you just keep going it's 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 a a lot of fun to read if you are listen scooby doo for adult pretty much yeah and if you like those you know crime shows where you know those like sherlock homian kind of tr- crimes you know it's cool to listen to and the, the the writer the writer who's also the the narrator very very articulate very it, it, it really it it doesn't dumb it down for you. It really kind of allows you. That, that takes it away from me. Like yeah. I'll watch some of these cop shows, and I know why they're doing it. Like they they're trying to reach a broader audience, mm-hmm. but I don't need things told to me like I'm a fucking eight year old. Yeah, especially when we're talking about a serial killer or right. something like that. Like use the big words, right? Because because the thing is, is that English is one of those languages. Like yeah, it's it's cool that you can use English in a simplified way. But you'll never get your point fully across until you start using real English. Right. And then you can really drive it in. Yeah, and this one actually is, is really good because the, the lady is very articulate and really knows how to lay out the story. And you do have to follow along. And there's one point in, this, in the second one where she's giving this point. She goes – or the, no, the third episode. She goes, now, this is the part where you really have to listen like she goes, this is, you know, she goes, if you've been listening to the show, you really need. And even in the second episode, she's like, if you're just listening to this for the first time, download the first episode and listen. Because she doesn't back up. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't, you know. In the beginning, there's always like last time on Serial. And they give little sound bites. But yeah. there's like, she doesn't backtrack at all. You got to keep up with her. So I, I definitely, I think you you should give it a try and listen to it. Cause I'm going to check. I'm going to check it out. Because I, I like, um. I'm not too big on crime stuff, uh-huh. but when it's like that, it's different because it's it's the, then you're at a scientific point of view at that point because it's it's being so like you can try to think and figure it out, yeah. you know, which is cool. But like the when I say I'm not into crime stuff, I'm not into like NCIS and right, right, you know, the fictional shit. Yeah, because they they start with this is this is what happened. This guy was convicted of killing his ex girlfriend in high school, and he's serving life term for it and this his family reached out to me and this is what i'm learning as i've been investigating this whole thing you know and it's what are are her credentials uh she's she's just a a news journalist 
And, oh yeah, you said that. I'm yeah, sorry. and and then she started to you know like a regular journalist dev- devoted a year to investigating, talking to people and witnesses, and and even the guy himself, and just really starting to piece it together. And has like uh, interrogation tapes and stuff like that. Anything that Dude, she could get. A good journalist, like a great journalist. Is sometimes better than a fucking detective, dude. Like yeah. they, they can figure it out because they they're just like a cop. They're used to people trying to lie to them, yeah. and they have to figure out the truth and all that shit. I always thought, um, what's his name, um, Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good at that shit. When someone's trying to give him that bullshit, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Come on, dude." Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, say what you want about Anderson Cooper, I guess. But mm-hmm. I like him. You know, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. Well, shall we dive into some news? Head first. Yeah. All right. So uh, for all you Flash and Arrow fans, you probably had a good reason to be joyous last weekend where uh, it, C, the CW announced that uh, the Flash and Arrow were renewed for a second season and fourth season, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was any real doubt, in my opinion. Um uh, the, I mean, the Flash. No, the the fucking the hype on those shows is still ultra strong. The Constantine hanging on that thread though. Yeah, I know. It yeah. Sucks too, but I mean, ten o'clock on a Friday would. would yeah, give them a better slot. Yeah, dude. they they have on since they came back from winter break. They're at eight on Friday, so hopefully that. Even then, too. though, Friday is a death sentence. Sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, the Flash and Arrow. Uh, I mean. Was everybody figured that it was going to happen anyway? That they were going to get renewed. Uh, but yeah, so they're renewed already, so they can kind of go into the rest of the season and really lay out for what they want to plan for next season. Um, as far as um, any more crossovers between the Flash and Arrow, according to the uh, head of the CW, he pretty much said that it looks like it's going to be a yearly thing and it's going to happen around sweeps. So mm. you know, and let's be honest, the um, the Flash crossover, the Flash and some of the crossover was the second highest rated Flash behind the series opener. And the Arrow, uh, second half of that crossover, the Arrow version, was the highest rated Arrow show ever. See, I'm down with the crossover because it makes sense. Yeah. Like, it makes sense in the universe because they're in the same universe, but they have to be careful because they do that shit too much. I think every once a year is dope. Yeah. But if they were doing that shit like every story arc, like, well, come on, guys. Yeah, it's like, okay, you guys can live without each other. But yeah. Um, so now, yeah. There, now there's a bromance going on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're saying, too, with the potential Supergirl uh, um, mm. series that's going to happen on CBS, which is half partners with the CW, and it is a Warner Brothers character. The producer's already saying we're already, there's a potential that Supergirl could cross over into the other two. CBS and C they are the same thing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, CW, yes. C- CBS yeah. and Warner Brothers, they signed, they teamed up to move that one. So, you know, it they said and it's the same producers and they said, "Yeah, we're we're thinking about bringing her over to the other one and in the same story that I was uh, for, that I did for this on the lazygeeks.com, they're talking about another potential spin-off, maybe Brandon Routh mm-hmm. uh, as the Adam because he's already being introduced, he's already got them. He's already you're already teasing the mecha suit that he's using for the Atom. So it could be Superman maybe returning to the CW with his own show as the Atom. So that was one of the few um, 
New Fifty Two comics that I was kind of sad to see go. Yeah, the it was a, it was a good comic book, but they were just they weren't doing the writing was I felt was a little weak. But I think the character was dope. Like the Adam's cool, you mm-hmm. know. But um, I think that the crossovers with Supergirl would be cool. But the, I think that you have to be more careful with that because Supergirl is so any Kryptonian in the DC universe is so above it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, when it comes to power and not only power but their attitude because Kryptonians in the DC, you know, if you don't know about this, Superman, Supergirl, right. they're known to have this higher level Super of morality. Superdog. Yeah, like they tend to have a, a higher level of morality. Um, if they're a bad guy, they usually have like the lowest like Zod. He has like the lowest right. – pro- you don't give a fuck about anything. So they're, they're like a level of extremes. Right. So the, the humanity there is always the hard thing to put into them. And, you know? and her crossing over into Flash makes a little more sense and you know, because he has superpowers. So does she. Arrow may be a little tougher. Yeah, because she's going to view him as nothing. Well, she's going to view him as a vigilante. Yeah. yeah, but see, my my problem with Supergirl is how are we doing the opening episode? Because she's supposed to come in as a teenager, confused right. as fuck, and then Superman helps her because mm-hmm. they're cousins, right? Right, know? right. So if there's no Superman in the tele, well, he's there, I'm sure, but they they don't he they he doesn't have his own show, you yeah. know. So and according to the producers, they said that. Uh, Certain members of Gotham and certain members of Metropolis are off limits. Yeah, and I completely agree yeah. that there shouldn't be a Batman or a Superman television show. But they're going to have to change the origin yeah. of Supergirl dramatically. Because they can't just be like, oh, well, she's cool now. I mean, she was with her cousin. Like, don't do that. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, you, Superman, even though we're not going to put him in a show, he's too big of a character to be a footnote. Right, right, right. And, so I'm 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 worried about that. I'm worried about the introduction of the character. Like they can change it, but they have to do it good. Like they have to make it real good. Like mm. have her show up. Well, I mean, given how they they handled Flash, you know, I yeah yeah I, I, I trust I, that they'll I, do I, it. I trust that they'll do a good job. And the way they started off Arrow, I, I I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty solid behind it. Just curious to see how they plan to do it. Yeah, because Supergirl's different. Because she's not human. Right. You know, and the worst thing they could do is to make her human. Yeah. That would piss everybody off. Uh-huh. And then it won't make any fucking sense. <laughs> you know, so. Um, and she has to be really hot. Yeah. So that's that's always in the My, my con- chief concern is how low is the cleavage line going to be? I want, her to, I want her to wear the outfit not from the new 52. I want her to wear the one before the new 52 mm. where it was a little skirt. Oh right, in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, that was that one was nice. You know what I want? It's not going to make any damn sense, but I want the Power Girl outfit. Well, she's an alternate. Universe oh, that's true. Supergirl. She's all. That's true. So, hey. Do you know she has a real reason why that there's a hole in the middle of her chest to distract people? No, she. It's in the comic. It's so stupid. And I, anytime she, anytime she says it in the comic, whoever she's saying it to makes fun of her. Mm-hmm. Like that's dumb. You know, it's to represent. The emptiness she feels by being like one of the few of her kind or not having anybody to to share her life with that's her kind. And then anytime she says that, she'll say it all profound. Mm-hmm. And then the person she's talking to, like another hero, goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> 
somebody in the, one of the forums that said, well, maybe she'll come over here for, as um, Power Girl. And I go, yeah, but that would already mean that there is a Supergirl within this universe, and that wouldn't make sense. Well, not necessarily, because Power Girl wasn't always in the same universe as Supergirl. But then what it fucks up is, well, I mean, I guess they could, because they're creating a whole new universe, so that would be a universe where Power Supergirl's Power Girl, but Power Girl's also older than Supergirl. Yeah. So it just it should be Supergirl, but right. it, it's just it's um it's gonna be it, they just need to be careful with it, and I know they will, you know. But I'm just curious. That's the one I'm really curious about. Like, what are they yeah. gonna do? Anytime you handle something within the Superman lore, it gets becomes a little tricky. It's too easy to fuck up. That's yeah. Why. You know, but they have what's his name Jackoff Johns on the case. <laughs> Isn't he the one that's running the TV bit? Uh, well, yeah, he's the one that's yeah in the TV development program. But we, we make fun of him a lot, but he he makes some good calls. No, he makes some good yeah. calls, and he's been you know he's and the, the producers that have produced you know the Flash and Arrow ha- have really kind of stepped up the game. I mean, they started off solid using Arrow, a character one that's not widely known, and two doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. So and they kind of they basically a, got their Batman. Batman. Yeah, they got their Batman in there. And then they decide, okay, we'll do the spinoff, but we'll make it The Flash, which is more superhero, but it's a, a, a really good juxtaposition compared to Arrow. And, uh, and so seeing Supergirl, I guess in some ways seems like the natural progression, you know, because you, you kind of mm-hmm. – but uh, – There's some other characters they could have did, I think, the to be people. honest. So fuck it. <laughs> they could have did – they could have did – um. Mm, I don't know. They could have did Cyborg. I mean, if they're gonna go all the way super, well, ah, maybe not Cyborg. League. Yeah, Cyborg's it. Justice League. Not to mention the the budget would be so intense. Put him in that Martian Manhunter. The Heat Justice League too. <laughs> not in the not in the one that we're. No, I don't care. <laughs> He's always Justice League to me. He's always in the Watchtower taking care of business. I always loved him in the in the car, in the cartoon and in the comic because he was always in the Watchtower. You rarely saw him. Unless shit got real. Yeah. And as soon as shit got real, he just floated down and fucked everybody up and then just left. I'm like, this motherfucker's a badass. Uh, fuck this shit. <laughs> He's fucking shape shifting. And I forget what comic it was and I forget what villain it was, but it was like a really, like, the villain was giving Superman problems. And he just, he started to like, he controlled his mind and then not only that he literally like he turned into goo and went inside of the dude's body and the whole time he's talking to him telepathic like i could rip you from the inside like this dude left afraid i was like fuck me is it wrong that i'm a little turned on by that i'm a lot turned on by that (laughs) no martian manhunter is a badass like 100 percent anyway anyways we could talk about this all day yeah let's talk about something that's bullshit and I'm upset about it. I know Steve don't agree with it either. Better not agree with it. Ah, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> so the Academy Awards, 87th Academy Awards. Now, I don't know about Steve. I really give two shits about the fucking Academy Awards. <laughs> I just don't. It, it's The only ones I even remotely care about are like People's Choice Awards. Yeah. Other than that, I don't fucking care. Um, but the 87th Academy Awards... Um, has snubbed. That's the right term, right? Yeah, it's yeah. snubbed. Yeah, they snubbed the Lego Movie, dude. 
I know. So just to put some things in perspective, the Lego movie grossed $469 million worldwide. It starred Chris Pratt, who's a superstar right now, <laughs> um, and was the highest grossing film in the UK of 2014. Um, nothing but positive reviews. I mean, this movie, everybody loves it. Adults, kids, it's it's one of those rare movies that transcended the adult kid line. Like everybody yeah. loves it. Um, so <laughs> the co-creators of the flick, uh, or co-directors, sorry, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they hit Twitter up and kind of some tongue in cheek. That was cool though. I liked yeah. it. That was a classic response right. that they gave. They said, um, "Congrats to, congrats." Oh no, they put a picture of. Um, uh, of the uh, Oscar statue. Of an Oscar made out of Legos. And they said, it's okay, made my own. <laughs> and, then, and then a few other ones, like Miller said, congrats to Everything is Awesome, though currently the title of the song doesn't seem especially accurate. Because the song Everything is Awesome. Yeah, it was nominated for Best Original Song. Nominated for Best Original Song, which makes sense. I mean, this song was awesome, <laughs> basically. Uh, he also, the, the other tweet that made me fucking laugh, he said, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you finish, but the Lego movie had one of the best crews of all time. <laughs> oh, that's never gonna not be funny, that fucking Kanye shit. Um, the movies that did make the cut, so what we're talking about is animated feature film category, of course. Movies that did make the cut, Big Hero 6, um, How to Train Your Dragon 2, The Box Trolls, which I actually saw, um, The Tale of Princess... Kagua? Sure. Sure. And Songs of the Sea, or Song of the Sea. Um, cool. Uh, Big Hero 6, I expect to see there. Yeah, I mean, that was it. But when How you... I Train Your Dragon 2, I don't. The first one was cool, but the second one was whatever. But the thing is, is that you nominated a sequel when you had an original movie that could have yeah. been in its place. Exactly. And, and to me, it was just kind of like, really? That's just blatant. And I actually found a James Gunn quote about this um, today. And he says, um, this is James Gunn, director of uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. He says, the Lego movie was flat out snubbed. It was one of the best films of the year, not to mention one of the best animated films. It deserved to be nominated for best animated film. Considering the average Academy voter is 63 – Perhaps the Tinker Toy movie or Erector Set film would have fared better. <laughs> oh. And then he said, in the end, the Academy but is it, just... But bef- in between that, there were two guys popped out in the back with ha- their caps tipped to the side. Going, straight, straight. It was fucking um, – it was Chris Pratt and uh, <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Um, in the, he, he goes on, in the end, the Academy is just a bunch of people like you and me doing what they think is best. And they should have the right not to vote for whomever they, they want besides the Lego movie. I mean, that's just fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> James Gunn is fucking beast, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm honest. Like, usually I'm like, you know, whatever. It didn't – you know, they, they weren't feeling it. But th- this was bullshit. Like there has to be something well, behind like, the scenes. It's like, well, we don't, get, we don't particularly care for the movie. But the Everything is Awesome song, that was all right. I don't. I don't know. Is it? Could it be the age of of the Academy voters, and they just don't get it because they don't? Legos to them is just dumb, or what? I don't. I don't. I don't. I honestly, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of animated movies out there. Why they nominated a How to Train Dragon two versus 
the Lego movie just doesn't. I don't, the movies that I expect to see on anime, Big Hero 6, the box trolls I expected to see there because the animation was it's pretty It's basically dope. any most animation movies that came out that year. There's not yeah. a whole lot of them. But not sequels over mm. fucking original flicks. Yeah. And what are these last two fucking movies I don't even know about? Oh, yeah. They're probably imports. Fucking import <laughs> over an American-made movie. Yeah. Fucker. About a foreign toy. <laughs> America. <laughs> no, I just I just think that, you know, and it's not just it's not just because I like the movie. This movie is a really solid film. And I think it was bullshit that it didn't get the respect that it deserved. That's just me. Cuz I know if the the people's choice thing comes up about it, the fucking Lego movie will probably win. Oh yeah. Everything is awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh moving on into gaming. So, Everything is. <laughs> you want me to build a spaceship? You want me to build a spaceship? Let me build a spaceship. Wait, I'm, a, I'm building a spaceship. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking crackhead astronaut. Spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, honestly, though, as funny as the movie was, the best part about the Lego movie is it surprised me by how deep it was. Yeah. That was the best part about it, and that's so why I should have won. It totally got meta, right? Like, like I was like, "Fuck!" I, I like, I think I'm catching feelings right now off of the Lego movie. I was like, when when it switched, I was like, "Am I high? Did I just get high? Am I like seeing shit now?" Like <laughs> <laughs> everything is awesome. Even uh, that song is morbidly fucked up. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you think about it. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so moving on into gaming news, uh. That price drop, that <laughs> the re, re, the uh, removal of the price drop didn't last very long. Uh, according to Microsoft, they had a great holiday season. Um, Xbox sold record numbers, and in December it was the it was for the first time beat the PlayStation 4. Yet Microsoft refused to mention in their in their announcement that it there was a fifty dollar price drop during that time. Of course it did better than PS4. Everybody already has a PS4. Exactly. <laughs> and so as happy with the um, with what had happened, they ended the program on January 3rd, uh, which is was the last day you could get it for what was it? 350. Yeah. And that lasted two solid weeks. Then after the announcement of how well they did over the holiday season, now they go and from our favorite providers, you can go ahead and get an Xbox 360 for 349 again. So, <clears throat> it looks like it's going to be a selected sale. Again, no note as to how long this will last. Probably for at least another month or so, because that's when the slow times are around. And then when March, when all the spring releases started to amp up, you're going to probably see that go right back to 399 And then all the big games will come out. Um... I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, of course you're going to be doing really well. It's not to say that, you know, PlayStation uh, 4 is better than the Xbox One. It doesn't matter. We've we've discussed this enough to where we said it's all personal preference. Yeah. When you sit there and you're like, going, oh, we did so well. We did so great. Yeah, but you also had it on sale. You know, and, and your bundles were really good deals. So it's like, you know, let's let's just, let's call a spade a spade. It's really what we want to do. 
you know, just admit it's like, yeah, we had some great deals and great opportunities and a lot of people took advantage of it. But for some reason, nobody wants to say that. Nobody wants to sit there and say like, hey, yeah, we had some we we had shit on sale and you all took advantage of it. Why don't you just say that and say thanks? Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for doing that instead of like, oh, we did well, we did great. But we don't want to acknowledge that we had them on sale. I don't know. For me, it just seems like a stupid thing. And why don't we get numbers? People always say, like, it doesn't matter. We, it doesn't matter that we don't get numbers. Yeah, it does. When you say you double your, say, you know, oh, we doubled sales. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah that's, you that's sell like two a, that if, if, compared to one. I mean, that's a basic logic argument. You can't say a positive claim without proving it. <laughs> you just can't. You can't say, oh, we doubled our, our sales over blah, blah, blah. Um okay, well, I have no point of reference. Exactly. So I don't know what that means. And you know what? You sold one last month. You sold two this month. That still doubles your sales. It's like that's – you're not helping your argument with that. And, you know, it's always funny when the the Microsoft fanboys – and the same thing with PlayStation. But, you know, the Microsoft fanboys are like going, well, they don't need to tell you how many they sold. It's like, yeah, you do. If you want to sit there and say – yeah, we're doing really well. This is doing, and give us give us facts. You know, PlayStation says we sold seven million units. Yeah, Sony don't fuck around. They tell you straight up, and they Micros- don't that. And Microsoft says, yeah, we we shipped yeah. five million units. It's like fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, nobody cares how many you shipped. Yeah, it's like I sent fifteen emails out last week. <laughs> don't matter. I didn't get one back. I didn't get one person come back to me. That doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why they bother telling normal, average people how many they shipped to retailers. It is you had two problems: one, most people don't even know what that fucking means; or two, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yeah, because you could ship a bunch of fucking Xbox Ones and then they sit in the back room because nobody's buying them. Yeah, I mean, you have some that go like, "Hey, we sold two, so let's buy two more to replace those two we sold." It's like, "Oh, we shipped five million in the last quarter." Well, yeah, but Microsoft, but PlayStation sold. 17 7 million yeah you know it's like tell us how many you sold stop being so if because you know it's like i mean nintendo okay let's 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 you know nintendo hasn't done that well but they still tell us how many they sold that's true maybe it's just japanese companies they ain't bullshitting you yeah because nintendo will tell you even if they fucked up it's like yeah we sold two yeah. You know, but we have good plans for its the device to development in the in quarter two, you know. It's like, yeah, not doing too well. But uh-huh. you know next month, kicking uh-huh. ass. Just yeah. saying. Mario title, boom, we got it. Boom. <laughs> Haven't been doing that well, but you know, um the new Zelda comes out soon, <laughs> so fuck you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Suck a dick, Mike drops. You can't, me out. you can't say shit. You're like, oh, oh fuck. Never mind. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways, my Here's some information that people have been waiting for. So, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, by the way, release date for Grand Theft Auto Five has been pushed back, which I knew was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, was going to happen. Um, so the release date right now is March 24th. Um, the thing, the thing with that is, it's like okay, push it back until it's ready, whatever. But this game has been out for a long time. Yeah. You'll get so, the PC version when the when the Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out for the consoles. <laughs> and honestly, there is really no reason these days that they should release any version of a game 
this separated from the other ones. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Like even maybe a month whatever, but you guys should have that shit planned out already if you're already going to fucking release a PC version. Oh, totally. Any, anyways, um we'll just get right into it. So I was actually pretty surprised at how light these were, but the minimum specs. Well, that's the thing too. Like I took a look at the specs and I'm like for a game that we have to wait that long for. Come on. This isn't this isn't like World of Warcraft or like, yeah. Battlefield 4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so the minimum specs uh, operating system, Windows 8.1 64-bit or Windows 8 64-bit. I don't know why they fucking do that. Uh, Windows 7 64-bit with Service Pack 1 or Windows Vista 64-bit with Service Pack 2. Uh, it also says here... In a nutshell, you need a 64-bit. <laughs> yeah, no Windows XP, um, no 32-bit, and no Mac, it seems. Uh, it also said as an asterisk... Uh, NVIDIA video card recommended if running Vista OS. So take that as you will. Um, processor, Intel Core 2 Quad CPU Q6600 at running at 2.4 gigahertz. So that would be a quad core 4 CPUs. Or it's, it's AMD equivalent, the Phenom 9850 quad core processor uh, at 2.5 gigahertz. That is really low for this game. Yeah. For It's minimum specs, but still. Uh, memory 4 gigs is pretty standard. Um, video card, NVIDIA 9800 GT 1 gigabyte or the AMD HD 4871 gigabyte, uh, which is also very low. Uh, sound card, same as every game since the 90s, 100% DirectX compatible. <laughs> um, hard drive space, 65 gigs. Wow. So, yeah, make some room. All right, now recommended specs. Now, this game is pretty pretty. So if- <laughs> This game is pretty right pretty now any pc gamer is going to be is going to have these fucking recommended specs i think steve even has the recommended specs mm-hmm. and he don't even pc game um windows 8 8.1 windows 7 vista's not in the recommended specs um processor intel core i5 3470 running at 3.2 gigahertz also for four cpus quad core or it's equivalent the amd um x8 FX 8350 uh, running at 4 gigahertz, 8 CPUs. It's funny because I don't meet the recommended specs for processor because I have the 6300. I actually have to, I need to step that up because I was thinking about getting, um, my board will support the 8350, which is the highest you can go pretty much. I'm thinking about getting that one. 8 CPU fucking monster. Um, memory 8 gigs recommended. Video card, NVIDIA GTX 60 or 660, oh, shit, 660, <laughs> which is actually the exact card I have. Um, AMD HD 7870, 2 GB. Again, not that big of a deal. The GTX 660, I have it. It's like a four year old card. So if you're a PC gamer, you have something that's equivalent to that. Um, or you just play World of Warcraft all the time. Yeah. Uh, sound card, 100% DirectX compatible. Um, or 100% DirectX 10 compatible, if you want to be specific. HD space doesn't change, so no additional higher as graphics or anything. Um, but yeah, if I put it here, based on the minimum specs, if you can't play this game, it may be time to throw some upgrades uh, <laughs> into your computer. <laughs> and this is one of those games that's going to be used as kind of a thermometer point for PC gaming. Because there's games that need more than this. But th- they're going to, I 
the way these specs look, you could safely use this as having a if you you'll know if you're not someone who knows all about the technical shit, can your game play GTA 5 with everything turned up? Yes, then you have a decent gaming computer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. or they'll use other games like when they used to use a uh, Crisis. Can you run Crisis all the way up? Of course you can't cuz no one can. But can you <laughs> can you run Crisis on high? Yes, then you have a fucking awesome gaming computer. Mm. You know, so They'll use this for fucking test bench. I know they will. Um, but it's cool. I mean, I wish they'd fucking release it. I would love to play Grand Theft Auto Five. I don't even know why they're taking so long to do this shit. Well, they, I think Rockstar develops their games on consoles. So then they so they have to port it. But smaller and less capable companies port things faster than this. Mm. You know, and I think... Yeah. Rock, Rockstar's kind of Rockstar's kind of like Blizzard, where they're kind of dicks sometimes. Like they they just yeah. they don't tell anybody why they're taking a long time. It's out when it's out. Like they yeah. do that shit. You know, it's like you only really and, make Grand Theft Auto. Like yeah. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing too is that with I mean with that uh, you know Rockstar really hasn't had a need to you know explain otherwise. Yeah, because everyone's gonna buy it anyway. Yeah. So they don't have to. They don't have to appease to people. Yeah, and if in, I mean, you know, you sit there and say like, "Oh, fuck Rockstar, man, they're being dicks." It's like it's because they can afford to be. Yeah. Yeah. The little indie companies can't afford that. They have to let you know what's going on all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, moving on into a comic, a book, a news. <laughs> Uh, Marvel, as we know that they're coming up this summer, we're going to have a huge ass, uh, event coming called secret wars, which obviously is going to bring parallel uni- Marvel universes together and duke it out. Uh, but as we know that Marvel, it seems to be, you know, getting rid of some characters like Deadpool and Wolverine and. You know, uh, obviously the Avengers were next because at the end of every huge event that rocks the world of Marvel, they're going to start relining up the comics. So as Jonathan Hickman has is going to be doing Secret Wars, he said that uh, the Avengers and New Avengers storylines have been working to get to Secret Wars for quite some time now. So as before the event hits... Um, he's going to have his two final issues of Avengers and New Avengers. And that'll happen in, I believe it says April or something like that, where they're going to end the, they're going to end his run and it's going to effectively end his run. And then after the event, there's going to be obviously a new Avengers title coming out, but we'll probably know more of that after secret wars is, has been. Yeah. This to me screams that they're, they're just rebooting the series because Avengers is like Spider-Man. You're not not going to have yeah. an Avengers book. And and let's be honest, you cannot have somebody pick up from especially when Jonathan Hickman's involved. You, you know, Jonathan Hickman is very cerebral, very very yeah. plotted, very planned type of of comic book. So when he leaves a book, your best bet is to just re reboot it and go from there. Yeah, it's very hard for another and it's not it's not saying that he's better than every other writer. It's just but he, he makes it so personal. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, it's, it's, and it's so intricate where yeah. you kind of have to really read what's going on in order. I can usually tell it's Hickman just by reading. I don't. You don't even have to tell me it's Hickman. I read a couple books and I'm like, oh, this is probably Hickman because <laughs> <laughs> he just has such a signature to it. You know. Yeah. So you know, I mean, to be honest, not big surprise. Yeah. You know, you have Secret Wars coming up. He's so. writing. He's writing Avengers and New Avengers. Mm-hmm. And, oh shit! And he's doing Secret Wars, so you know they they got him doing some work. Yeah, he's he's definitely doing some work there. Speaking of doing work, I, that's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, I got nothing. Yeah. Right. The it's out last week as of this podcast, um, but Deadpool number forty uh, actually has a celebrity in it. It actually has three celebrities in it. Um, Sarah Silverman, Steve's favorite comedian. <laughs> um, is making a guest appearance as a protester, which kind of makes sense. Um, so basically, spoilers, I guess, but he, he Deadpool's recently been hired as a spokesperson for the Roxxon uh, Corporation um, in the book. The Roxxon Corporation uh, is involved in a particular method of energy ga- gathering called gamma fracturing or gracking. Pretty sure... We could see the parallel <laughs> with reality. So um, he was hired by the CEO of that company, Dario Agger. Um, and of course, in, in comic book universe, that makes perfect sense, I guess. Well, we all know that Deadpool will do anything for money. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty whatever. much. Um, so she's a protester. If you go to lazygeeks.com, I have a, a page up. The comic is so cool because – Paid up. Um, the comic is so cool because for for no reason at all, they did the entire thing. The cover looks like a '70s comic, and then the entire book looks like a colored in cr- uh, coloring book <laughs> for no fucking reason whatsoever. Because it's and Deadpool. It, that's all you need. To do. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even make any sense. But it's Sarah Silverman, and then um, comic book creators. Uh, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour um, are also are with her, um, which I think is funny because that's not the people who writes the book. Um, Sarah Silverman might seem like a weird celebrity cameo, but it actually isn't as weird as as you think. Uh, Deadpool is currently being written by uh, Jerry Dugan and Brian Pawson. I think that's how you pronounce his name, um, who are also comedians and have worked with Silverman. Um, on other projects in the past, so they're all buddy buddy. Um, so I don't know. It's it's cool. It's interesting. I was more interested in the art style, to be honest, because I've never really seen that particular art style. But um, it's cool when they throw a celebrity in there because it kind of gets more people to pick the book up and and stuff like that. I don't know. Sarah Silverman, I guess, is celebrity enough to get people. That's to pick if you it up. use the term loosely. I mean, she's a comedian. She is a popular comedian. Yeah, a celebrity is, I think, a bit of a stretch. Well, is any comedian a celebrity? Very, very few comedians are celebrities. Most of them <laughs> are just comedians. Like you only know them if you like stand-up. You know, so... I think she's funny, but she can be dumb sometimes. Like, I, I compare her sometimes to, to Whitney Cummings in this way. <laughs> this is how I compare it. Whitney Cummings and her are both raunchy as fuck. Hmm. But when Whitney Cummings does it, it sounds more like it's just natural conversation. Right. As opposed to Sarah Silverman is trying to shock you. Yeah. Both 
both are completely viable ways of comedy, but you're not going to like one of them, you know? So, right. They're not for everybody, basically. Like Steve is not a fan, as I found out today. And I just don't give a fuck, really. I thought she was kind of cute back in the day. That helps. (laughs) If that helps. I'm sure that makes her feel better about herself to know that I think she's cute back in the day. Right, back in the day. Right. It's like, you used to be cute. <laughs> That's so fucked up. If you said that to a chick, like, do you think I'm pretty? No, you used to be. <laughs> it's got to count for something. Well, it's like the same thing of like, yeah, I used to have a crush on you. <laughs> I used to be all about you, but, you know, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Such a dick. Yeah, so Deadpool number 40. I say pick it up. Like, if you're a Deadpool fan... You should pick this book up because of the art style. It's so fucking unique. Like it just and I and I can almost because of how unique it is and because they have a celebrity playing herself in it, it's probably it it might be one of those books that he breaks the fourth wall. I haven't read it yet. And Deadpool breaks the fourth wall all the time, but I love I love the books when he does it. Yeah. Because it's so funny. Because it's it's weird to see a comic book character just turn and look at you. And tell you something. You're like, what? <laughs> uh, it's always, it was, it, when I was a kid, it was super creepy when the Joker did it. Because the Joker doesn't do it that much. But he is a character that breaks the fourth wall. And, and, and there was one book where he said, okay, turn the page. And I'm reading and I'm really into the story. And I get to that part and I kind of put the book down slowly. <laughs> I think I was like 14. And I'm looking how, around. How does he know what I'm doing? Does he, is he supposed to do that? <laughs> But it just creep me the fuck out right now. I think I'm gonna put. I think I'm gonna read this later. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> why can't fucking Supergirl talk to me in the comic? Why is it gonna be the Joker? <laughs> oh man! All right, into tech news. Um, so one of the things that they're finding out, especially after this whole incident with uh, Xbox Live and PSN is that DDoS attacks, which used to be, which used to pretty much be dealt with through malware, people get unknown shit on their computer and then somebody else goes ahead and takes it over. Problem is, is that nowadays, because especially PC users have uh, and developers have actually been able to make it a little harder for them to take over, but Microsoft isn't helping by you know, leaving loopholes and programs for 19 years. Uh, it seems that the way that some of these people that are using systems to create these DDoS attacks comes from something that everybody uses and you didn't really think about. Well, if you're an idiot, you didn't think about <gasps> is unsecured routers. And when I mean unsecured, it's not meaning that there's no password at all. It means using the default password, which is usually password in the in your or, or admin or admin, yeah, as your password on your router. Now, there's certain types that actually uh, that actually come with the specific password for different routers. Yeah, like we have the same router, right? And they came with like a little. It was either a sticker or a CAD. It was, it was like a random password. Yeah, it was a random yeah. password that's designed for your router, so you don't have to. You can still change it, but there are a lot of people that actually don't. And what people are doing are hacking into those routers and using those wireless signals to be able to create a DDoS attack. 
and they're finding that this is actually becoming more and more common because people are are not creating very secure passwords or or even changing off the admin pass passwords so moral of the story is don't fucking do that (laughs) it's so it's so funny too because literally the router is your first line of defense Mm -hmm. like because it's the hardware part Mm -hmm. you know it's the hardest to crack but people don't give a fuck like they'll have the most encrypted password on their emails and shit and their router has like no password (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay you just wasted your fucking time at that point yeah like i have i have uh i have it set to the highest level of encryption for my wi-fi and then my default password is like super long (laughs) and it's Uh, written it's written in a book that they gave me and i keep it in the fucking thing you know it's whatever yeah and it's just it's and and also a lot of these come with um, install programs that you can install on your PC so you can see what devices are connected to your computer. Because mm-hmm. if you're somebody that has O3 devices connected to your uh, router and you go on there and suddenly you're like, hey, why are eight devices connected to my router? I check that shit all the time. I'm oh, actually yeah. checking it right now because <laughs> you said something. And, you know, it, it's easier to do. Obviously, if you have a, you know, you want to keep it an idea of like, okay, well, my two, you know, smartphones and your laptops and stuff like that are connected. Yeah, but they're not always on. Yeah. Keep in mind for the ones that are on constantly. And, and it's just easy to do. I mean, you just have to, you know, yeah, it's a pain in the ass if you change your password and then you have to change it on everything else. But you know what? It's better than having somebody hijack your shit. Mm-hmm. There's the normal five things that are connected to my router at all times. Yeah. Well, no, it's usually four, but my sister's sleeping over, so her laptop is there. But I got the Roku, my daughter's cell phone, my wife's cell phone, and my mom, my sister's laptop, and my desktop. Yeah. And you know, if you know, it's it's easy to do. And if you if you see a device that you're not familiar with, cool thing is if you have those programs on there, you can boot it. Access control, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. Deny, get rid of that shit. No, I did. I had. I had to do that. Um, I had that <sighs> with my last router. I was. I, I remember, like my, for some reason, my internet was running slow. And Somebody's then I was downloading that porn on and, this. Way. And then when I went on, went on there, I noticed there was a computer that I didn't recognize, and I was like, "On, oh, no, fuck that! I don't know who that is." So I went. Now, like, a couple months ago. I'm, t- I'm remembering in my head. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting you. Am I interrupting you? It's fine. It's fine. Okay. okay. I know it's fine. I'm just being polite. <laughs> no, a couple months ago, um, my daughter gave the Wi-Fi password to our neighbor. Oh. And 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 Steve knows I don't like anybody. Yeah. So especially with that, and she said, "Oh well, she just needed it." She said she just needed it for that day because she just needed to fill out a job application. Yeah, right. I I guarantee you she'll be on it. This was three days after. I said, I guarantee you she's still on it. And she's like, no, she said. And I'm like, you're a naive child. Hmm. And I'm going to show you. I took her to their damn sure right there. And it was some weird fucking ghetto ratchet name for the device. And I I booted them. And I said, now watch. Give it 15 minutes. And then 15 minutes later, I hear a knock on the door. Hey, remember um, your daughter let me use the internet? I really appreciate it. I have another um, thing to fill out. And I'm like, you've been on my internet for three days straight. 
And she just stood there staring at me. Yeah. I said, if you need the internet, the library is down the street. Yeah. And she goes, well, that's a really nice neighbor. And I said, I'm not a nice neighbor. And I shut the door. <laughs> a really nice neighbor. I, oh, I'm... because I'm not giving you free shit? Yeah. That's... Oh, I'm a nice neighbor when you told my daughter that you were going to use it for just one thing and you've been on it consistently for three days? Who fucking knows what that person did? Exactly. Because the first thing people do when they get free internet is download shit they're not supposed to download. Oh, yeah. Or they look at porn. That's the first thing people do. <laughs> they do they they do fucking ratchet shit. Oh yeah. You know, and and I'm like, no. No, no, no. Nine nine nine. Nit nit nit. It ain't happening. Yeah. So booted like a bitch. They hate me now. They don't they don't want to talk to you. They give me dirty looks and shit. And I'm like, I'm sorry you can't afford twenty bucks a month. Jesus. Yeah. It's like what was it? Um uh Big Bang. <laughs> My Theory. internet just came back on. I'm talking, you know? <laughs> Big uh what was it? Uh Big Bang Theory. Hey guys, what was the password for your internet? Uh, Penny, you need to get your own internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Same thing happened to me when I was in California. The the manager of the building, because it was a small apartment built like complex. I don't know what you call the small ones, yeah. um, but he his internet was out, and he asked me, "Hey, I have to file the paperwork for the building. Do you mind if I use your Wi-Fi?" So I said, "Yeah, but just use it for that." And he goes, are you serious? I'm like, I'm very serious. So I gave him the password. He says, well, I'll only be using it for two hours. Sure enough, next day he was on it. Yeah. And I and I could see his window when I walked downstairs. He's watching Netflix and shit. So I cut him off. And then he comes out and he goes, oh, you cut me off the internet? I'm like, I told you, just use it for that one thing. And you're in there watching Netflix on it. And he goes, people are so weird because they act like you're you're taking away food from their mouths. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's like, like fuck you. That's a luxury asshole. If you can't afford, it, you can't. When I, when I could, when they cut my internet, I went yeah. to the library. Yeah. You know, because the library is freely provided by the fucking government. If I go to if I go to the library, and it's just, it's like this, like why'd you cut me off? And it's like going because you're using my shit. You're not paying for it. Yeah, I'm not like, in charity. And it's like okay, sure. Here, give me ten bucks. Give me ten bucks. You want? Oh, oh can I? Can I access your internet? Sure. Give me uh, whatever. You know, like for me, it'd be like, sure, give me 35 bucks. Why? That, that, that's half my bill. You're going to pay Straight for it because you're not going to use it strictly for that. And the situation, too, is is you have to like – like if Steve if Steve lived next to me, I wouldn't give a fuck. He'd have my Wi-Fi password before you even asked I'd be downloading that porn. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know you know how to do it responsibly. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be like, dude, check out this link. <laughs> That's the problem though nowadays is you have people jacking the music and they jack porn and all this shit. And then I'm getting letters in the mail telling me that I'm fucking infringing on copyright laws. Right. And I'll admit I used to do that shit. But when they started getting kind of strict about it, I'm like, ah, fuck all that. you know. And I don't do it anymore. But now I'm super hyped about people using my fucking internet. Like when uh, a friend of my daughter's comes over, if they have a cell phone, can I get on your Wi-Fi? No. You don't have data on your phone? Yeah. It's like, well, it's not unlimited. I'm like, too fucking bad. Should have cooler parents. <laughs> My daughter's is unlimited. Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. So, you know, I people call me an asshole, but whatever. Yeah. I have I have a budget, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I sound like the, the biggest, but like everyone's like, I hope I never live next to this fucking <laughs> asshole. Such a dick. This, this is a guy that I would do not want to live next to. <laughs> I'm actually really cool as long as you're cool with me, you know, but whatever. Um, I was just don't ask for his Wi-Fi. 
Oh, fuck you. That should be a given. You know, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, on to some more asshole shit. So, <laughs> GameStop. Talk about asshole shit. Hey, GameStop. I'm going to get right to the point. GameStop has been selling refurbished Red Ring of Death Xbox 360s since 2009. Get out. So... <laughs> they said in a statement to games no i'm just gonna say a statement to gamestop <laughs> they said to a statement to ign because ign asked them like what the fuck like wtf guys um they said the company's patented specialized process for repairing rrod consoles is a quote long-lasting repair that had to First pass hundreds of hours of testing. Yeah, right. For the best could end a product. So their repair method is. Is the shit um, turn on? Yeah, good. Move it on. <laughs> their repair method is this, and it's the repair method that every other janky motherfucker was doing <laughs> when they got the Red Ring of Death. Um, GameStop's R and D team. Why does GameStop have an R and D team? They don't have an R and D team. There's Come basically on. a D and D team. You mean the they just you changed mean, it over to an R and D? Do you mean do you mean the people that plug in the consoles to see if they turn on first before they put on the show? Um, GameStop's R and D team discovered that the problem could be solved by heating up the top of the device while cooling it from below, reconnecting a damaged chip to the motherboard without ruining it. This is the jankiest way I've ever heard <laughs> of soldering something into a board. Like they're ba- that's what they're doing because that was what the problem was. Right. The pro- the problem with the, the it's it's funny. It's ironically funny because the red ring of death thinks the system wasn't technically broken beyond repair. It, there was just a fault in the design where things basically became loose. So that's why you saw people like, oh, well, if you on the on YouTube, if you wrap it in a blanket and let it overheat, yeah, because it it then reconnects the shit for a little bit, and then you have to do it again. Of course, after doing that for a while, you're gonna break it. Right. So their method is the same thing, although they're cooling it on the bottom to to somehow probably protect the board. This is bullshit. And I know this is bullshit because a lot of people got Xbox 360s that red ringed on them because they bought it from GameStop refurbished. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing to me is it's so dishonest because they never said this is what they were doing. Yeah. If they would have said it, it would have been different. You could take the risk and know what, what happened. But they right. never – you know why they didn't say it? Because then people would do it on their own. Huh. It's such an and, easy method. Or people wouldn't even buy it. And they said that it's carried it's carried out by a – $10 per hour laborer operating a machine the company built itself. I don't know why they put that in. This motherfucker making pennies, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's a custom machine. But anyway, a premium refurbished Xbox 360 goes for $120 um, US, uh, whereas a new Xbox 360 goes for 180 So it's not even like – that's what I don't get about GameStop. Like, are you seriously – like, that's not that much of a savings. Oh yeah, for you to be fucking around, you know, like go go to Best Buy or go to fucking Amazon and buy a brand new one, mm-hmm. fifty sixty dollars more, and then you don't have to worry about it because yep. the new design ones they don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. They run quieter, they run cooler, they're smaller on the mantle, like everything's better about them, you know. So there's really it's so stupid to me to buy used games is fine, but to to buy used systems is so stupid because in two thousand nine. IGN reported the failure rate for Xbox 360 consoles was 54.2%. Yeah. 
He's over half of them. Over half of all original Xbox 360s fell victim to the dreaded RROD. The RROD cause was blamed on ungainly processors that ran inefficiently, causing them to run hot and eventually unseat from the motherboard. So that's what was happening. They were running so hot that they were popping off of the fucking board. It's pathetic. (laughs) Um, And that's what happens when you like, we have to be first. Yeah. PS3 was like, well, wait. Oh, yeah. our shit isn't broken. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. our shit's overheating? Well, that's... we. Thank God we didn't release it to the public yet. Yeah, exactly. That's that's called the difference between Japanese <laughs> and American business. Americans like, I have to do it first. No, that, that's the difference between Microsoft and other companies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's one thing that a lot of analysts were worried about when Microsoft first started getting into the hardware business. Is they're like, if they do hardware like they do software, we're all fucked. Yeah, because you basically beta test every piece of Microsoft software for the first year. They're getting a lot better recently. Yeah, the last few years, but in the nineties, oh yeah. If you got the new like Windows, or even when Windows XP came out, and everyone says Windows XP is God's gift to fucking operating systems. Uh-huh. That's blue fucking dick when it first came <laughs> out, just like all the rest of them. Uh, the blue screen. The blue screen that has so much information on it that you can't see because it goes away in like half a second. Yeah. And then when you somehow get to see it, it makes absolutely no sense. And so, yeah, and the thing is, is it actually overran the screen. Like yeah, you wouldn't see the that. whole code because it would actually go beyond the parameters <laughs> of the actual screen. I mean, you could you could just go in the logs if you could boot back in. But still. Right, yeah, but still, yeah. it's just like you're getting this code and you're like, wait, does wait, is there a letter missing? Because it's like overrunning the screen and you're just like, wait, I I don't know. It, does that look like an E over there? I don't know. I can't really tell. <laughs> At least the Mac was classy about it and just showed you like a bomb. Yeah. Or even back in the day, what was it? It was like a, a Mac class with a frown face. A Mac <laughs> classic with a frown face. <laughs> Used to see that a lot in fucking school. Oh, man. All right. Well, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. Now, This Week's This Bitch actually was supplied by Adam. Actually, what a surprise. Fucking dick. (laughs) Reading a little little much into that one, aren't we? Fucking hate you, motherfucker. (laughs) I knew you'd been talking shit. (laughs) You pick on me 13, 14 more times. I'm out of (laughs) here. Make it 15 because we homies, but still. Right. Yeah, yeah, but still. Anyway, so this is some fucked up shit. Um, a Virginia landlord uh, has gotten himself into some trouble for being a fucking sliver dick. Um, uh, CB, CBS 6 reports in Virginia, CBS, um, that a man and his girlfriend found a hidden camera in a clock radio of a fully furnished apartment that or a fully furnished house that they were renting apartment no apartment so basically the way this guy found out is he would um he would unplug so there's this radio alarm clock now this place fully furnished they didn't buy anything it was all provided and i guess they provide the alarm clock too jesus they probably don't that's just where the camera is Mm -hmm. um there's he used to unplug um I don't know why. Maybe because he needed to plug his shit in, but he would unplug the Or radio. maybe the light would be distracting. Because I know sometimes the clock would be distracting. It could be that too. Yeah. He unplugged the radio when he wanted to play his guitar. Um, and he wouldn't plug it back in. 
you know, typical. Yeah, <laughs> just typical I'm guy. Too. Yeah, but he would always return home later, and that shit was moved and plugged back in. So you know, that's kind of creepy shit. When I first started reading this, I thought it was a ghost story, and Same I was about here, to fucking yeah. cut it. Um, come to find out, the clock radio, um, which the couple they kept moving around. I don't know. They're just trying to. They probably thought it was a ghost thing too. Most people would like. Oh, why is this moving? It had a hidden camera and a memory card inside of it. Sneaks, motherfucker, dude. Seriously, dude. So they moved. I know. They moved out the day after. They found it. It says the damage was already done. And, I mean, it's shit's in the bedroom. They yeah. lived there long enough that he was probably, you know, intimate moments with his girl or whatever like that. Um, so they they filed a suit against um, the landlord for $1.3 in damages. Because if you're going to sue someone in America. Yeah, you got to go for millions. That's right. Now, now they're porn stars. They need that big money. Yeah. Um, the couple's attorney says that the whole ordeal has caused loss of sleep, anxiety, and severe emotional distress. I, I can believe that because that, that's – you think someone's watching you. Oh, that's a viola- That's a full-on violation of privacy. And I can imagine um, – Next to getting robbed. Yeah. Yeah. That's even worse than getting robbed. Oh, yeah. Because that's someone that they shook hands with. That's someone that they, you know, had to call when shit was wrong. Seen you do it. That's fucked Seen up. Seen you doing your nasty shit. Right? That's fucked up. Yeah. So it says, um, here's a quote from the couple's attorney. Uh, now tenants in furnished and other properties must be aware that there are seemingly innocuous, um, innocuous, yeah, innocuous, things that can change their lives forever. You know, the fucking attorney's just... <laughs> just trying to make everybody get on his side but he's what he's saying is the truth you know when you move into a new spot first of all disconnect all your fucking alarm clocks no it's the first of all furnished apartments i always think are a bad idea because they're just waiting for you to put one scratch on something and you just bought that fucking table yeah. or whatever you know so whatever but in in today's day and age man you can't you shouldn't trust like if a landlord puts an electronic thing. Like I, I call me paranoid. My wife does, but whenever we move <laughs> into, but whenever we move into a new spot, I take all the fire alarms down, and I I like I open them mm-hmm. to see what what's what, because this shit isn't uncommon. Like this shit happens a lot. Oh yeah, you know, and it's it, I can go on fucking Amazon and I can buy a false smoke detector with a camera and a memory card in it that hardwires into the power of you know how a lot of smoke alarms i think in california they all are i think mm-hmm. where they're hardwired into the wiring of the house oh, so right, they never yeah. go out arizona's not like that we got batteries in ours um but you could have that same wired up that camera's running 24 7 yeah you know so i'm paranoid but whatever you know when you fucking sneak in a peek at me <laughs> i told i told and if, you and, and if they do <laughs> oh, dude, I told Steve straight up, like if I found that out, like if, if same situation, you know, um, I would be, I would make sure it could never, because anyone who's doing that is ninety nine percent. I'm ninety nine percent sure it was a man that was doing it. Unfortunately, you know, and then also they're trying to see the chicks. They ain't really trying to see the dude. He's probably just trying to see the girlfriend fucking or something like that. So I would make sure it was facing an area that the never see any any girls. And then I'd just be fucking assed out, naked, nasty shit. I'd be fucking trimming pubes. I'd be fucking pissing shit, everything. 
It's like you want a free show, you only get this show, motherfucker. Yeah. I would have fucked him. He had it. He had to catch at least a punch in the face. Oh yeah, I, it's totally. They got a, I don't know if you clicked on the link, but they got a picture of the dude. He looks like he's creeping, dude. Oh, yeah. He totally looks like somebody you would expect to see a mugshot of. Steady creeping. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for the couple, though, because they're going to carry that for a while and just, oh, yeah. just feel violated for a while. It's fucked up. It is fucked up, and it's just like one of those where, oh, man, I would hunt that motherfucker down. You know, if they I, – I think because I've, I've seen other articles like this before – if they would have, if that couple would have had children, it would have been way more severe. Oh yeah, way more severe. And in the 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 arrest, the because yeah, if they had kids, oh yeah, the what cops. is it? Is it child endangerment or child? Um, it's not technically pornography because the children are just being children. They're not doing anything. Well, it depends. It depends, I it guess. It depends on what he captured. If those kids are naked at any time on that camera, that's child mm-hmm. pornography. And then, and if he has it on yeah. his computer, it's possession, yeah. So. Sleazy motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Look at that asshole. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, if you'd like to recommend a This Bitch for the podcast, please recommend it to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks one word using the hashtag this bitch. Uh, so. Uh, pretty much, we would just like, before we head out tonight, we'd like to, uh, ask you guys to, for some, some, for some support. We'd really enjoy making these podcasts for you for free. All we ask from you is to comment or rate us, please, on iTunes or Stitcher. You can even go to the website, thelazygeeks.com, let us know what you think. It only takes a couple of seconds, but it would help us out greatly. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can like us or add us to your circle on Facebook or Google+, Plus, or hit us up on Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks. If you want to send us something to our mailbag, please do at the geeks at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for The Lazy Geeks. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. So peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.